I ain't tryna be nothing in what I gotta be Apartment on the second floor, how I'm on top of these I got it, you want it, just let me know now Get all the ice on my flow, you need a snowplow I ain't waiting, I need it now, man Up so high like I can see the clouds, man <laughs> And I ain't coming down, man Been up so long, like when did I leave the ground, man Let me draw when I roll it, it's not like puppery Everywhere they notice me, don't say that you ain't know it's me I hear them talking, but I ignore it like I'm deaf All the songs is a killer, cause I just do it to death Taking trip after trip, man, I move way better Producing hit after hit, I do Mayweathers And they always try to say I'm on some other stuff But they stay in one spot, show them who run a home Be the money team until I die I feel like Mayweather got my head up in the sky I never had a loss, baby, all I do is win Just in case they ask, then let me tell them again All I do is win, 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 knock them out It's not a hater, you gon' please So I leave them on their back and call them Ortiz I'm getting my mind right, using my hindsight Ask the bartender like, this is me, so it's a line, right? Hey, we are back It is episode number seven of the Double E Podcast featuring Ed And Eddie Yes, and that was the showstopper with his new one, Mayweather He was on episode number five He'll be opening up for E-40 as well as Nappy Roots. Um, and that was like in May and June. Uh, if you want to know the exact dates, go back and listen to episode number five. <laughs> <laughs> this would be a good time to uh, open up for E-40. E-40's got a, a contract where he just came out with his new uh, uh, CD. It's real, real nice, so... This is a good time to open up for that young man. That's cool. Speaking of opening up, uh, I want to bring in our guest for today. This lady I've opened for, and, and she's I've opened for you. <laughs> yeah, We've opened for each other. <laughs> <laughs> We're not just talking doors. Uh, comedian extraordinaire, been in the business for. Oh, About eight years. Uh, eight? Yeah, because I'm only like 27. Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Long time. Uh, Vicky Trembley, y'all. Hey. Uh, and there's no E. So did you say triple E? No, I said double E podcast. Okay. Then that's good. That works. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, yeah. We could call it the double E V podcast. Um, or we could just call it the double E podcast. Featuring. Feature, feature. You know what? They always put F-E-A-T, and I always think, oh my God, why can't these people understand how to spell feet? And why do we care if their feet are in this part? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Never mind. Sorry. No, I, I got it. I got it. Uh, that song that, that we opened up with was uh, oh, yeah. entitled Mayweather. And whose feet was in it? Uh, that was Feet showstopper See? and I don't know who did the beat we can find out if we really want it I think we go back to episode 5 yeah there's a lot of information in episode 5 oh a whole <laughs> lot okay <laughs> but don't do it until after this episode yeah listen to the because there could be some stuff in this one episode 7 yeah. there's a little bit of stuff in most definitely seven. a little bit yeah because we had a big I mean this whole this was a sports weekend um a lot of people lost the fight the, the, the fight was on. Well, the main one who lost it was Pacquiao. Yeah, well, he, lost he it won $80 million. Dollars. I don't know if he, yeah, I, I would say he's the main I one mean, to lose. Uh, uh, uh. So the loser won $80 million? Yes. So what did the other guy get? Like uh, 100 and some odd. They haven't figured it all up yet. Because oh. all the pay-per-view totals ain't, aren't in. But like right before the fight, the feed was lost to a lot of... Uh, ATTU verse lost it. Uh, some Direct TV, some Comcast. Did they get it back at all through yeah. the, for the fight? Yeah, in time. Yeah, they actually went with uh, the Mexican national anthem to slow down to help people get the feedback and stuff. Then they played the Puerto Rican or the Philippine national anthem, Philippine because I think that's okay. what he is. And then they did the United States National Anthem. And uh, today, oh man, Jamie Foxx got ridiculed for his version of the National Anthem. I didn't think it was that bad. 
but a lot well, of people didn't like it. Well, that's a hard song to sing. He's Fear. not really a bad singer. No. Have you heard him? Didn't he play Ray? Yeah. Yes. yes. Well, yeah, he's okay. See? Yeah. Maybe he should have sung as Was Ray. Right. <laughs> that might have worked. And I bet he would have tore it up if he did that because he sung some nice songs. I was going to say, I movie. thought he did well in that. Yeah. yeah. So, so, did, so when you say that, there was a lot of complaints on him today? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There was a bunch of different complaints on the way um, Jamie Foxx sang the national anthem. Uh, and like I said, I didn't find anything wrong with it myself. Um, but, I mean, Twitter uh, was blowing up. Uh, you know how people are. Well, yeah, because they could uh, all have done so much better. Oh, yeah. And, and, and we're in a world where nobody's never satisfied now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Did y'all see the fight? Any Either one of you? No. I did not. Okay. Uh, I watched it. It was pretty typical Mayweather fight, okay? Punch, punch. If you get in close and you start to throw punches, he grabs you, okay? Um, so he just used his hand speed, and then he would grab. Um, dodged a lot of hits. Mayweather just didn't. Oh, you have it? Oh, yeah, go ahead and play it. This is Jamie Foxx. I didn't like the way he sang of the, those two letters, those two <laughs> notes, those two notes were bad. I'm sorry, that was I wrong. I almost thought we were at dugout karaoke. Oh. <laughs> well, These were some of the tweets. Prince, uh, at Prince Taylor 98 wrote, the real fight was between Jamie Foxx and the National Anthem. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie Foxx's National Anthem had more twists and turns than the fight. He kind of wiggled it around a little bit. Yeah, yeah. They said yeah. he killed it, and by killed it, I mean it was like roadkill. <laughs> uh, did he sing hallelujah at the end? Yes. Yeah, he yes, did. Yes, he did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, That's kind of an important song to be adding your own verse to it. Yeah, Jamie Foxx versus the organ. I always think people take too long to sing it. I think they need to just get it out, and let's get to the, let's get to the juice of what we're there for. You know, he, I, I, I'm like... Vicky, I mean, he should have just went ahead and put on some shades and got on the piano or something. Yeah, yeah. And tore it up like he can do. Yeah. I don't know who he was imitating he, at that, but that I, I, I wasn't feeling that. And I'm a fan of Jamie's, but he is a comedian, so maybe that was some comical to that. Well, there was, the, there was a couple, there was one tiny little bit that made me kind of giggle, and I, it was right, right towards the end and kind of just the way he verbalized the words, it made me snicker. But, and so maybe it was supposed to be kind of funny at the end. But at yeah. least he didn't take his pants off. 
That, that's I mean, true. No, you know, you have to look at the bright side. That's I guess, true. depending on what your bright side is, I mean, maybe taking his pants off would have been better. And, and a lot of people got upset that uh, Mayweather fought like Mayweather. Well, and that, you know, that he didn't <laughs> set up there and just exchange punches with Pacquiao, okay? I was more upset that the fight cost me 100 bucks, and after I paid for it, after they told me there was only two other fights on the card. And I'm going, whoa! I thought there was going to be four or five. Four, yes! Yes, yes. yes. 33 bucks a fight is what you paid then? Yes, for three people or three fights that nobody can knock anybody out of. Because, you know, them little, you know, 110 pounds. You when you know. talk about the fight, and you talk about a lot of complaints on Mayweather, I mean, he's on the same bicycle that Sugar Ray Leonard used to be on. He's on the same bicycle. Bernal Whitaker. That, that Bernal Whitaker, the greatest, Muhammad Ali. And it's just, I mean, it's outsmarting your opponent. You can't take nothing away from me. Right. You knew what you were getting at the table, and you got it. You know what? When they interviewed him before the fight, and they said, you know, five years in the making, you know, and, and how do you feel? He said he's tired of fighting. Before the fight, he said, I'm tired. He said, I don't have the same excitement that I used to have. He says, I'm almost 40. He said, I got one more fight after this. He says, but this whole thing has been planned out. From the time that he took over his own management, they groomed him and followed this plan so that when he fought Pacquiao, he would be the first fighter to make nine digits on a fight. Oh, and that's so, a good plan to have. Yeah. And, 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 and the, 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 the funny thing about that is he is so correct on how they planned it out because, you know, they kind of so poppered it up. He doesn't want to fight any. He doesn't this. He doesn't that. To be truthful, I don't think that was the toughest fight Meriwether's had. No. No, it wasn't. And he, he set it up and now he'll take somebody, you know, he said he wants to fight in September. It's not going to draw whoever he picks. It's not going to be a big, huge pay-per-view fight. Who could it the, be? The Mayweather King. He could pick anybody, anybody really. Anybody. No, There's really nobody else out Hillary there. That's, I would like to see that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and, and what I was hoping now, you know, and September's going to be here before you know it, but I was hoping he'd let two other people fight each other and the winner get the opportunity to fight him. Because, you know, right now, he shouldn't be fighting nobody right off the list. People should earn or deserve to fight him because yeah. he's proven they, they, this, I, this is, I this thought is, that's how they would do it. Well, that's, this is 48 no. Well, But that's not how his, that's not his gonna, plan. I think right? he's going to take an easy fight and walk away. Well, well, he fought Pacquiao, and everybody's been waiting for this fight, but they forget Pacquiao got beat by somebody that Merriweather beat. Why can't yeah. he get another chance to fight that guy? You know? Pacquiao, this one, a guy... Knocked Pacquiao out, didn't yeah. he? And had him yeah. wonder retired. That was the fourth. They fought four times, I think. Yes, yes. And that's so, when. So why, wow. you know, prove to, that you can whoop somebody else before you get to the big dog. See? And and I, and I, everybody like, said that the big winner last night, not to cut you off, but they said the big winner last night was the UFC. Because this fight turned a lot of people off of boxing. And some people said they'll never watch boxing again. They'd rather watch UFC where you can't run, you know. Uh, but a UFC fight, I mean, you that could end you know, Ronda Rousey 14 seconds, you know. Well, so do you is, really, you know. Yeah. Like you said, Ed, we grew up on float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. He was float like a butterfly, and he was stinging like a bee. The guy looked good after the fight. See. He didn't have no marks on his face, you and, know. And I, tell, tell us, because I, I, I seen him. Tell us a little bit, Ed, about the um, the interview that Pacquiao got. I heard he was a lot of complaining, <laughs> but I heard the, the announcer kind of got him right. What was oh, going on God. Uh, after the fight, Max Kellerman uh, was interviewing Pacquiao, and he asked him, he goes, you know, you know, how do you feel? And Pacquiao said, I feel like I won the fight. <laughs> and Kellerman said, well... We here at ringside and the judges all saw something different. He said, none of us believe you won, okay? 
Uh, Max Kellerman. Max Kelly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh man, y'all always funny. like Larry Merchant when he interviewed people afterwards because these these guys will let you know if you have any doubts or or ideals that you might have won. They they put you back on on front street. Yeah, yeah. Why? He didn't do nothing. He always tried. Oh, look at that. Uh, he didn't do nothing. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Won the fight? Why? He didn't do nothing. He always robbed. <laughs> I was robbed. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. He told him, he said, well, people at ringside and the judges all thought you lost. <laughs> so I, I love that. That yeah. was, that was. But I, I think that the main reason that a lot of the feeds lost the fight and why there was a delay and they brought in the. Mexican singer. I think it was all so that everybody could tune over and catch Chris Paul hit that last second shot Man. against the Spurs. <laughs> was that interesting? And see, now that's what I got to see. I was, believe it or not, at uh, Uncle Bo's watching a band play, Boogie Wonderland, old school. Okay. Having a good time, you know, and then I uh, was uh, watching the, the Clippers and uh, San Antonio. San Antonio's a very scary team. You know, every time you think that, you know, you got them put away, they come back out of nowhere. Or they'll make you catch up and play them because you'll be behind. But that shot, Chris Paul's shot, was off balance, hook, backboard. He didn't call none of it. But at the end, and he was hurt, the celebration was nice. Oh, uh, see. See, it was, like I said, the sports world this weekend was unbelievable. Uh, they ran the Kentucky Derby. Uh, American Pharaoh uh, won the Kentucky Derby, which I wouldn't have put money on him, okay? Uh, to just, just because of the name. Uh, I, I strictly go by the name of the horses. The, oh. the cooler the name, and if it has something to do with liquor, the better the horses, I think, run. Okay? See, you guys, I don't guess you understood that this was World Naked Gardening Weekend. So I don't know why you were all in the house watching TV when there was naked gardening going on outside all over the place. You didn't come down 10th Street at all, did you? Uh, no. I was there. That's where you see. I've been trying to see your naked for years. Now I was out there. And then naked gardening weekend's over. Yep. Okay. <laughs> see, that could, that could be kind of dangerous because on one side of the street you have naked garden, and on the other side of the street you got the car shows. So that means there's cars, nice cars, running into each other, looking at the ladies doing naked garden. Well, you know that's not the main problem with naked gardening. I don't know if you know, but bugs really like tart, tight, dark places. <laughs> um, so there is some issues with that. And the tan lines are weird. See, see. So. And then you get mad. I mean, you know, somebody say, hey, that's a nice hoe. You don't know what they're uh, yeah. actually talking about. <laughs> okay. It's like, oh yes, I got this hoe at Skinner's last week. It is a nice hoe. See, now how did you find out I that it was... I spend as much time on my knees as I used to, though. I've learned that. <laughs> How did you find out it was Naked Gardening Week yes. weekend? I looked it up on the internet. You know it has to be true if it's on the internet. Yes. That, that's, yeah. that's true. That's true if it's yeah. not. Yes. So what's next weekend? Uh, you don't know. It's sitting in uh, tubs of hot calamine lotions. cure <laughs> all the bug bites that have gotten inside of it. <laughs> so I did drink it, get them out, flush them out. See, like I don't, uh, yeah, I couldn't do naked gardening. I just, it's hot outside. Number one, and, it is hot. You know, and number two, being a black man, that bring back memories. Of, <laughs> I mean, I was never a slave, but I seen and heard about it. It didn't sound like a good time. No, no, no. And I don't like want to get out there and. But you really should do something about your flowers out there because they are looking pretty darn sad. I'm going to water them today, I promise. When the you sun must. go down, then I'm going to come out. And, and They and like it when there's sun out there. That's how they suck water. Oh, my, we have got to have some gardening tips. Ed. Oh, I, don't, Ed. I don't. Dude, do you garden? <laughs> Not at all. Okay. <laughs> See? See, I don't. I don't. What are you going to do here in a couple months when everything is legalized and we all need to start growing? 
I have a big yard. Uh, You're not going to say a she, word, she, are you? She, she, you totally caught. At first, I was like. <laughs> Go I, what? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I didn't even. Yeah. No. No, I'm not going to grow any weed if they ever legalize it. I don't want people in my yard stealing stuff. <laughs> hey, dude, you need your weed cut? <laughs> okay. Yes. That's my job. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get... Um, hey, dude, we'll cut your weed for $10. Yeah. <laughs> and a share. Yeah. Yes. See, that's when sharecropping would be good. See? And you can only probably grow just a little. I don't, I've never done it, never smoked it, never tried Me it. Me either. Uh, I mean, they say there's a lot it's of a benefits. Bad thing. There is some benefits. You know? You'll put hair on your chest. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, let's go back to well, something they, they, that's more important. Yeah. Well, it's hmm? funny is because you said legalize. Uh, they legalized weed in California, and I had to tell a couple of my buddies, that don't mean California street. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, kind of chill with that. You but know? there's yeah. that whole Colorado, California's right in that little one area yeah. See? right there. Yeah. See? Yeah. Now, okay, let's, let's, let's break off from sports and stuff, and we want to hit movies and TV okay. shows because I know that you have a – Warped sense of what my you call sitcom sitcoms is and Bates TV Motel. Shows. Oh my God, that is so. That's just such a sweet family movie. See, see. Tell us a little bit Bates. about it. I'm not familiar with that. Bates. No, she's talking about the movie. It's Bates. a, it's yeah, a okay. series, well, Bates I'm, Motel. Yeah, yeah. Um, it ain't a comedy. Okay, but to her, it is. It's so sweet. It's these, it's this family that they've moved across the country and they're trying to build their their livelihood. It's a single mom. She's got two kids. Um, and they bought a hotel out somewhere, and uh, well, it's just, you know, it's a nice family movie about the dynamics of what happens when your kids are batshit crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see? He's just started dressing like his mother this last two episodes ago, so he's starting to really turn into, Nor you, you know Norman Bates, correct? Of course, Psycho. Yes, yes. So it's it's the story of how Norman Bates became Norman Bates. Oh, so we're getting to meet his yeah. mother. And she thinks it's a comedy. She yeah. thinks that's a comedy. She is, a, the mother is hysterical. Um, Vera Pham, I don't know how, what her name is, but she really is, she's very, there are some very humorous moments in it. It's kind of like The Crucible. Did you ever see the, the play The Crucible or read the book The Crucible? It's very, no. it's very strong no. and very. Heavy, unless the play, unless the play was written by Tyler Perry, black people didn't see it. I'm sorry. Okay. Tyler Perry should redo the Crucible. That yes. could see? be awesome. As Medea, now, now Medea say, would play. Now, when you say Norm Bates, do they show him as little Norm? He's he's a teenager. He's like a junior senior in high school. That, that, that would be pretty It is very interesting. There's some very the, weird the dynamics. Movie, it's obvious he had some issues when he was growing up. Yeah. And this shows the issues he had. Yeah. And his mama, yeah, his mama was crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, they don't fall that far from the tree, isn't that no, what they say? No, yeah. and he did not. And when he did fall, he hit his head because it's bad. Uh, and there was a brother, which you never know about in the movies. Um, he has an older brother. Oh, cool. Um, according to the, well, I don't want to give too many spoiler alerts for those who didn't watch it, but Norman's already That's killed okay. some people. I mean, he killed his own father. You know, well, but you don't really know. You don't really know if he did or not because it could have been Norma because she's crazy as he is. Ah. And so she could just be blaming it on him. Um, and this comes on what? What channel? Channel uh, Annie. Annie. Yeah. So. It'll probably be on Netflix or something where people can yes, catch up you with. you can catch up for season on Netflix. Okay. First season was really good. Oh, this is what season is? Second season. Oh, wow. It's getting ready to go into the third. It's getting ready for yeah, the season finale. Oh, wow. See, we have to do it. Because I used to check out Vicky's Facebook page. And she would only post stuff. After American Horror Story. Oh my God! There's another one. So if oh. Anything that, that would happen on American Horror Story, there'd be the, the same line, word for word, of what. Oh, that was just Kathy uh, Bates the said. Writing in that, uh, Angela Bassett said. Her, her, Angela Bassett. She was in the second season when she was Marie Laveau. Oh yeah. The, oh my God! I want to be her. Voodoo I lady be that lived yes. forever. Yeah. Yeah. She Have you ever good. seen American Horror Story? No. Uh -uh. Oh, dude. It's good. It's good. And they bring back the same people every season, but they all play different characters. Okay. 
Jessica Lang's out this year. She's done. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But I they brought in Lady that. Gaga, so we'll have to see what she does. And the 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 one where they was in New Orleans, they had Stevie Nicks. She was hideous. I'm sorry, she was hideous in that. That was just that was just gratuitous gratuitous dick sucking for that to get her on there. I didn't. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't. And I like Stevie Nicks. I loved Rumors and all that, but she was very stiff, very wooden, and it was. I don't even understand other than the fact that the one witch really liked her. Yeah, the one that liked her looked a lot like her. Exactly, though. and she. I don't know what happened to Stevie Nicks, but she didn't look anything like what she should have looked like. Yeah, but in that one, your hell was... Uh, the worst moment yeah, of your life. repeated over and over and over. And this witch, she could touch stuff and bring it back to life. Okay? So in her hell... She was in the classroom and had to dissect a dead frog. But she can't deal with anything dead. So she would bring it back to life. The teacher would kill it and make her dissect yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Bring it back to life And it, it was just played over and over and over. And I liked Precious's where she was just continuing to be in the... Fast food, yeah, yeah, fast food place. Which, like by the way, oh place. my God, has anybody been to Crispy Crunchy Chicken down on 10th Street? Uh, no, I ah! don't know. Don't go on your lunch break because... Oh my God, no, we went, it was an hour to get our take, food. It was yeah, ridiculous. Yes, Have you yes, been? Yes. Did you try to go? Yes, it was I ridiculous. Did. And you know, my thing is, is we got our food. We were kind of lucky on that. I think I'm one of the very few. But uh, you'll see your food already made yeah. and you still got to wait, yeah. you know? They yeah, don't have yes, their shit yes, together at yeah, all, but the, it was delicious. It, it was, was delicious. It not really as good was. as Popeye's. Oh, my God, Popeye's killed me when they left. Yes. And then you know what they did? They left Pika and quit making a chicken bowl. I drove all the way to Lenexa to get a chicken bowl, and those bastards didn't have one. Is that right? They made me buy all the ingredients separately. <laughs> like, yeah. You got a shrimp bowl. Can you just make me a shrimp bowl with only chicken? No. Yes. Well, y'all suck. Well, that's because, I mean, you got people back there just staring at it. They, they wanted exactly a chicken bowl. Yeah. But, like <laughs> but it has shrimp in it. Yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the food is good, but not... How do we the get service, rid of the I, they shrimp? They needed to do a soft and opening and chicken. practice those people because they didn't have any idea what was going on. But I think it, was, and it had to be one of those spots where we got to hurry up and open and let's start hiring people. Hey, there's Willie walking down the street. Let's grab him, you know. And you know what? Yeah. There, there were some, I wouldn't, because when we left, we come out, and there was like three guys sitting on the bench behind there on the deal, and I sell real estate, so of course I go up and I'm like, here's some real estate information. What do you guys want to buy a house? And she got a great job here at the chicken place. Well, then the owner came out and yelled at them all because they were not supposed to be back there. They were supposed to be in there, you know, making food. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, we are like 30 minutes into our podcast, and, and I want to talk to you about your comedy, oh, okay? yeah. Um, we can do that. Yeah, and then we'll go back to movies and stuff if we have enough time. But what made you want to get into doing stand-up? You know, I can't even remember, um, but I, I always liked making people laugh. Okay, let me tell you the story. When I was three, they told my dad, my dad bet this guy 50 cents that he could climb to the top of a crane hand over hand and touch the top. And 50 cents was a lot of money back in 61. So the guy didn't, my dad got halfway up and the guy didn't want to lose the bet. So he jiggled the controls and the entire thing collapsed and crushed him. So my dad went to the hospital and they took out a bunch of his spine and he laid around for 18 months. And the doctor said, you know, Mrs. Carey, your husband is gonna be in a wheelchair for the rest of his life. Bright side, he's only gonna live about six more months. So you just need to take him home and make him happy. <laughs> So my parents decided that since I was only going to have a daddy for like six more months, they were going to always find something to laugh about. And I think I just took on the role of trying to make people laugh. And I think that's how it happened. And I will tell you that I must have been very good at it because my dad died exactly six months and 39 and a half years later. <laughs> yes. yes, yes, we danced on the doctor's grave that diagnosed him. Um, he, had a really, he had a couple of really successful businesses. We painted motorcycles and cars. He was a gun dealer. We took, we had guns sold all over Colorado and Kansas. Um, he learned to drive. He got a hand, a wheel a hand control car. So it was just awesome. But that's I think that's where I realized how powerful laughter could be. Um, and then Dan Ballard came to town, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. the rest is history. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dan actually took us under his wing. He sure did. And he he coaxed us and 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 encouraged us. us. To, yeah. yeah, he just yeah. encouraged us because you know stand up is hard. You know that you tried it. Mm-hmm. It's hard to get up there and just to be open and vulnerable. And it, it was it was nice. And that's kind of what I'm trying to do at my comedy shows now is to provide that kind of open loving place where people can come in and try it and then if they do like it we can do some more stuff too but you still have that safe open mic atmosphere where people are supportive right now your comedy do you talk about a lot uh how you were brought up and what was going it on? it depends on the show and what i'm doing um i do i also do cranial aerobics which is an improvisational training for people and i do do it then and that's kind of like whose line is it anyway? Yeah, the improv for, is for the. I do that as well, but my own special, my my own little business thing is I just go into businesses and train for like salespeople and teachers, anybody who has to do communications or um, team building or networking, anything like that. Being able to improv, a lot of people will say, "Oh, I've never improved ever." Have you ever done any improv? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah. did improv, yeah. Most people do because we don't wake up with a script under our pillow. We have to improv all day long. So, right. And I just choose to make my story every day a comedy. So then <laughs> you have that business going. Yeah. You do the open mic. Mm-hmm. Then you have your improv stuff. That's a TCT. That's not really my business. Well, I have, but I have you, my cranial still, aerobics. And then, but yeah. Yeah. And then uh, you have. Uh, Son-in-law, second generation kind yeah, of, I guess, we know how that, goes. That, that that is doing comedy as well. Great kid, uh, yeah. You know, for a long estate. time we really I liked him, but we just didn't have anything in common, really. You know, and then all of a sudden this he found this, and so it's like, oh, this is awesome. So yeah, I'm really I, I always liked him, but we just we didn't have, you know, he was just my daughter's husband. Right. We didn't really have any bond, but now we've really bonded it's nice now do you write for him sometimes no no he's a very specific writer he likes his he likes i don't write very much i see shit up (laughs) yeah yeah and i i i admire people who can write and i i and who can pay attention to that see that's how come i don't do theater shows as much i love doing theater i love being on stage i can't remember lines huh so it's hard for me to remember, it's easier for me to just come out and start talking and have fun. Yeah, yeah. See, and I will, I I have the, I can remember the stuff really well, but I don't, yeah, because I don't smoke pot. <laughs> so, so, but I will, I will come up with stuff. If I think it's funny, I will tell it to Dominique, but I don't tell him how to say it. Yeah. I'll just give him the premise of it and let him run with it his own way. Let him add and subtract whatever he wants. I think people are funnier when they talk with their own voice. And I know in my own experience, there's been times where I've written stuff down or I've taken something that somebody else has done and kind of tried to tweak it to my own way and written it down and tried to do it. And to me, it's never as funny as when I come in and go, oh my God, on the way here, something happened and this happened. And I, I can remember coming into work one day and I just found out that my daughter, who's got several palsy, was had to, she was pigeon-toed and cross-eyed, and my water got turned off, and and I mean it just had all this stuff, and I come in and I was just like, oh my god, this happened and this happened, and oh my god, and and then my kid is cross-eyed, and everyone just started laughing. I'm like, that is not funny. My freaking kid is cross-eyed. Why are you laughing? So and is it true? I mean, as far as a lot of the comedy act is, somebody has said what you're saying, but you perfect it. You know? Some people, yeah. I think, yeah. You, know, you might hear a joke from somebody that didn't sound funny. As and then you try to put your own twist on it. it. Yes. Yeah, and honestly, it's just like movies. I mean, there's like seven premises in the whole world. There's not that many joke premises. There's Bragger Captain being better than the next person. There's um, Willing Slave. There's So there's only so many comic premises premises that anybody can use so eventually everybody's going to say the same joke at some point right. one way or another right. but you have to say it with your own voice mm-hmm. see and and you say that when did you find your voice i still look for it all the time you know i do i because... mean there's times i lose it i did a show just last weekend and 
I was not happy with my performance. I felt stilted. I felt stiff. Um, I don't. I did never feel like I connected with the audience. Um, things that I said that I thought were funny that have been funny in other places didn't get. A re I mean, it was just like what. So yeah. I have like one joke is um, I find somebody young in the crowd and play with them and ask them how old they are and then I tell them that I like to help people with math and tell them that do they know how many times say they're 20 how many times 20 will go to 57 that's an old <laughs> Sophie Tucker joke but I twisted it around so that it kind of fits me and yeah. it works it works see yeah and, and, and you do a joke well, you really don't do it because I have to beg you to do it about the mold that she had. Again, that's not that, a joke. That's that, just a piece of my life. That, a mold. To me, oh my god. To me, that was one of the funniest things, and she is being dead serious. I don't even remember. We wouldn't. She wasn't even on stage. We're just sitting no. around talking, and she said she's out at Lake Shawnee, and you can swim out there. Uh, so for our listeners. In Ireland and Russia, the guy in Russia who just started listening to us. Thank you. Uh, we got Kirksville, Missouri oh, now. I know who St. I wonder Louis, if it's, wait, if it's a Russian hacker. I love that guy. Oh, if you're a know. crazy Russian a, hacker, dude, I love you. We have a bunch of listeners now. Yes, I mean, we're we really, really, really picking it up. Really uh, well, let me give you a little feedback or a little background on this thing. I have not very many moles. I don't have a lot of hair, and I'm not a really moly person, but I do have one mole. And it's in a place that I can't really tell you, but it's like right between my legs. Like not in the middle of my legs, but like on the side of my leg, like in the crack where my underwear goes, right? Except for not really where my underwear goes, because when you get your swimsuit on, you can still see it. So I'm sitting in the lake having a really nice time, and all of a sudden I feel something nibbling on my mole. And I look down, <laughs> and it's a bunch of fish. A whole school of fish are like trying to nibble my mole off. So obviously I run to the lifeguard and I'm like, oh my God, sir, there are these fish nibbling on my mole. And he's like, well, what should I do? And I'm like, give me a bucket. I'm taking him home <laughs> with me. And he would not. He would not let me take his fish with him. So why did you want to take the fish home? They were nibbling my mole. <laughs> did, did I need to show you a little closer where my mole is? So then if you I bring wanted the fish all home, these fish me. in my bathtub. I would, I would so be pretty right So somebody's going to have to leave then if you go home. <laughs> it could just be the warm-up session. Yeah. <laughs> it could be I waiting. For, for, for my ladies to, to come home and say, honey, you're out of here. <laughs> I got a bucket of fish. I got some bluegill. <laughs> but see, that just saves you some trouble. That's why my husband is a fisherman. He's out there every day trying to catch all them damn fish so see? that I will come home. Yeah. He never takes but, me. And, and, and she, 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 I'm like, you need to tell that up on stage. Oh, no, no, no. Yes, trust me. <laughs> I, I laugh. I so every, every time I hear it, I laugh. I always forget it. And now, but that is kind of my fantasy to jump in and have. Um, have you ever been to Lake Ch or Lake Perry where all the fish are at the marina? No, I haven't. Oh, I have video. And you guys talk amongst yourselves. I had a friend that called me, and she might be listening. She said, uh, hey, uh, uh, we're all out here at Lake Perry. Get out of here as soon as you can. I said, all right. I said, I want you to take 20 feet and look. just take a 360 look around. How many How many black people are out there? <laughs> she said, uh, three. I'll be darned. <laughs> three, huh? I said, okay, now how many are mixed? She said, two. Uh, so, so, so that's like me calling you to say, why don't you come over to Ripley and shoot some uh, dice with me? You shoot dice over there? I would do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's go shoot some dice. Uh, yeah, so, game? you know, I, I, I just yeah. haven't been a big fan of Lake Perry, you know. Well, you've just never right, met, met the right bluegill. Uh, that, mm -hmm. might really? that might be it. Yeah, I don't need nothing nibbling on me, though. <laughs> no. You might. Well, yeah, You've never I, I had possibly, yeah, little yeah. fish mouths. They don't have any teeth. They're just really soft, and they. No, 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 no. So, would you go noodling? No. 
No. You just snorted on our. Just stick our my arm in a fish's mouth. No. Well, you stuck your 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 your. No, your no mole. they stuck their mouth on my mole. I. Well, did you can stick your mole in there, and then when the fish come out to. Ooh, now nah, that's not noodling. That's something else. <laughs> <laughs> I might do that. <laughs> no, um, but catfish are different than bluegill. Okay. Catfish have teeth or little razor things. They can hurt you. See. And they're needle things. Have you ever Would you ever go noodle? No. No. We were in Cozumel, Mexico. And a group went and they did a few things uh, that you look down under the water. Snorkeling. Snorkeling. Yeah. And they noodling and hang gliding. I was always the brother in the little... Uh, <laughs> Uh, hot water tub wings on. Yeah, dressed <laughs> to the nine. But the good thing is, when my friends would come back from what they were doing, they was like, "Hey, we're looking for Eddie. You talking about the black guy that's doing yeah. the comedy and the yeah, the one right over there?" Yeah, so I, I had my own thing, and it was it was jumping off. So, so uh-huh. yeah, I had a good time, but no, I didn't do none of the none things of that you're supposed to go there to do. Yeah, you know, yeah, you well, know, and then you know, and then I hear rumors that you know sharks like dark meat. <laughs> I've never heard that. Yeah, so you know. I, I, I know that horses do not like you to ride on them. Boy horses, if you're on, not that you would ever be on the rag, but were you ever on the rag, don't try to ride a horse. Yeah. Because they don't like that. Yeah, see, you know, I'm, they tried I'm, to buck me right off. Yeah, see, I'm, I'm once again, I'm inner city. What no horses going to scale? Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I'd give me a Lincoln. I would or a ride Cadillac. a Mustang. I would ride. Yeah, yeah, give me a Lincoln or a Cadillac to get to school. I'm not <laughs> trying to ride a horse, or you know. See, see, I, I rode a horse before, uh, up in Colorado. I don't remember what age I was in. A teenager. It's fun. For a little while, and then that whole bouncing up and down stuff, and when you get off, you walk like mm-hmm. however wide the horse is. That's how bold your legs are. So that's, that's why they say, "Dang, that girl looks like she rode a horse." <laughs> <laughs> okay, I never. Okay. <laughs> oh god. So what's next in your comedy? Where are you going next? Or what are you uh, doing? We have a show the ninth. Um, at Laugh Lines at Topeka Civic so that's the improv if you want to get a ticket it's only the Saturday night show so if you want to get a ticket you probably better call and do that we usually do two shows Friday and Saturday but we're only doing a Saturday night this time and then we got Waka Waka Wednesday and the next two Waka Waka Wednesdays that's fourth Wednesday of the month the next two um, Jeff Sneed I don't know if you know him he promotes around town yes. sometimes he is going to be looking for three comedians to open with, I believe, Justin Leon at the Arab Shrine Temple. Oh, okay. So, and that is every month. It's a comedy. It's a it's a competition, um, and we try. have been trying to do different things, trying to kind of get my groove going. How we're doing it. Uh, last two months ago, we did comedy bingo, which was kind of fun. Uh, I made bingo cards, and anytime a comedy premise was introduced by a comedian they got to mark out the bingo card and when they got bingo they won okay i remember that yeah some people liked it some waka, comedians waka waka wednesday, wednesday. That to us. that's just what i call my show oh. okay yeah okay. um we do it the fourth wednesday of every month i'm trying to find a month here fourth wednesday of every month so this month it will be one two three the 27th may 27th location uh, 911 Kansas at the break room. Everybody gets five minutes. Somebody's at the break room that we had. Uh, Dominique's done the break, Dominique room. Does the break room. Yeah. Joshua, her. Um, Joshua. Yeah. Her son-in-law. Everybody will get five room. to seven minutes. Um, and then what we do is we we have a we're gonna have the audience. I mean, jo- uh, Jeff will be there to make his decisions, and those won't be made finalized until the second show. Uh, but the audience and then we'll have three judges or three or four judges and then the audience members will get to judge and one comic will win and then one audience member will win we'll pull a a name out of the hat so one audience member will win cool now we've talked about your comedy uh, your fascination with 
horror movies that uh, you think are sitcoms. Well, okay? this can be weird. I want to educate our listeners on mm. this, okay? You're into real estate. Yes, A I lot am. of people believe that they need a lot of money to, to own a home. I need to go out, I need to save up X amount of dollars to get this home. The more Is money you true? have, the better off you're gonna be. I will always tell anybody, if you can get if you can get into a house with a conventional loan, not have to do an FHA government loan, or not have to do a TOTO loan, which I'll talk about, you're gonna be way ahead of the game because you're gonna have more power and it's gonna cost you less. Free money always costs a lot. There's a program in town called the Topeka Opportunity to Own program. It's a great program, it's called TOTO, so I'll refer to it as that. You can go out and find, you have to take a class through the city of Topeka, Housing and Credit Counseling. You take this class and they'll teach you about home ownership and then you buy a house for $65,000 or less and the city will come in and depending on your area, will give you twenty dollars to $30,000 as a soft second mortgage to do repairs on that house. Now, the house has got to be in fairly good condition because that $20,000 or $30,000, there's a lot of calculations. So it's a, it takes about two, maybe four months. The last one took five and a half months to finish. But if it works out, you get a great house. You get a, I sold one to a guy. He got a, paid $50,000, and they came in. They gave him... A bunch of new windows it didn't need all new windows because the owner had come in and done it um, put in some new windows give him new siding and some other big mechanical thing maybe an air conditioner maybe a heater I don't remember what it was but it, he got some nice stuff he was in the target area so he had thirty thousand uh, dollars now as he lives there that is forgiven so after you've been there seven years fifty percent of your money is forgiven you don't have to pay it back and then if you ever sell the house, then you have to pay back a portion of that soft second mortgage. It's either 75 or 12,500, depending on what you got. So he got a great deal uh, over on the 400 block of Buchanan, a beautiful, one of those great little Victorian gingerbread. It's so cute. Cool. Um, <sighs> now I have, now tell me this, on, uh -huh. the, on the other side of the, the, the hill, what if you have, purchased a home and you have it and you're paying and you just got caught up and got behind but you're still paying and you're still purchased but it seems like you still owe just as much as you did yeah. when you started what, what, that happens what, a lot yeah. if, if you got really good credit if, maybe if you can refinance and get your uh your you say you can't you can't yeah um you can sell you could sell it a lot of times, right now, there's a lot of people that are in a situation where they do owe more than the home is worth, mm -hmm. and you can do a short sale. They don't count quite as much as a foreclosure against your credit, but they, you know, they do count against you, uh, and you have to get, you know, the bank has to approve it and approve everything. But you can do that. I've also seen people have to bring ten or fifteen thousand dollars to the table just to get out because it. In the long run, you know, it's fifty thousand or you know, fifteen thousand compared to eighty thousand dollar loan. Now, if you are doing a short sale, mm -hmm. or you have to bring money to the table, could you go and then try to get another home, or do you have short to... sale is going to put you off for a couple of years? So then you're you're but once if... you do that, then you're you're back to renting. Yeah. Okay. And then you have to wait, build it up again, and then you can go back. To and even then, to, you could oh. have a really hard time because banks are going to look at that and think, well, you know, you're a bigger risk. So that's when you want to have some money saved up so that you've got some skin in the game. Because that's what happened. A lot of people get in with these zero down. I mean, that's kind of the Toto deal. You get in with zero down, of course, Toto comes in and gives you a bunch of equity because they fix it up. So you buy a $65,000 house, they give you $20,000, you got an $85,000 house. So hopefully the market stays good and you're in an area where, and Topeka's not a crazy market time. I mean, we go up and down about 4%. When everybody else was losing 50 to 75%, we lost 16. So we're not, we're pretty steady. The other thing are FHA, FHA loans, and that's only 3.5% down. So you can do that, and there are programs where you also have closing costs. So you're gonna have your three and a half percent down, plus you're gonna have 
twenty-five to thirty-five hundred dollars in closing, depending on the price of your house. But right now, there's a program where a lender will give you a four percent credit, so you can you can use that four percent to pay for your closing costs, or you can even use it if you can get the seller to pay your closing costs. Then you can use it for your down payment and get in for nothing. So, but that's going to cost you more. I mean, you're going to look at your interest rate and go, well, yeah, but interest rate's only three and a half. Well, yeah, but it's going to be four and a half if you're using this program because they aren't really giving you any money. They're loaning you some money at a good interest rate. So then starting off, how much of your yearly salary would you say uh, you should try to save to eventually be able to purchase a home? Well, it's going to depend on what kind of what you consider a first-time home. I mean, I have a guy that buys $20,000 houses and goes in and fixes them up, and they're beautiful, and he's doing really good. Um, but you're probably going to need 5000 5000 would be a good number, 3.5%. That If you bought a $100,000 house, that's going to be your $3,500 down and another $1,500 to play with. Okay. And honestly, in Topeka, you can get a really nice house for well under a hundred thousand. Oh yeah, 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 definitely. So owning a home is not as difficult as it sounds. Depends if all you're just talking about is paying for it. No, but then you don't have a landlord to call when your water tank blows up, and you don't have anybody to complain to when your toilet falls through the basement. <laughs> you know, I mean, some people, that's why we have people like you. Yes. We can call Ed and say, hey, my toilet ain't working, fix it. <laughs> um, but, I mean, there's responsibility of homeownership, too. You know, I mean, you might live in a place and rent it for 685 a month, or let's just say 700 a month. You could probably buy that same place for 525 a month. But that other 175 bucks is probably at some point going to be put into your house for repairs. So then how does a person know if they should purchase a home or when they should purchase a home? That would be a good question for a lender. And I could get a lender in here one of these days if you'd like to have one. Okay. Okay. Because I could get, I mean, if, the, if there's people out there that'd like to know more about it, we can get a lender in here. Yeah, if you if you have any questions, you can uh, send us an email. Yeah. At double e, uh, what is it? Double e seven eight five at gmail dot com, and okay. and then once we get you know four or five, we could bring a lender in. That'd be a great idea. And and they could answer your questions, and it wouldn't matter if you're in Missouri, the Bronx, New York. Um, just send us a letter. Just, yeah, go ahead and send know? us questions. I don't know that we can help the Russian dude. I don't know what you guys I, do in I, Russia. I, but we could, we, I would investigate even it, and I am an improvisational comic, so I could make something up that would be hysterical. Even even if we gave him the wrong information. What's he going to do? Yeah, it ain't like, you know. <laughs> He'll send Putin over here on his bear with no yes, shirt. Yes, yeah. Naked gardening day. Yeah, yeah, so just remember, send us a... Uh, an email, double with the number E785 at gmail.com. Ashley, King Juan, okay, uh, the real D Spence, Justin. I, I know I'm late, but uh, E isn't a number. I was thinking it's about double E785 at gmail.com. Oh, it sounded like you said double the number E785. <laughs> If I go back and I did. I think you did, because I, I heard that too, and I was like, oh, I sometimes use the letter three for. <laughs> I sometimes use the letter three in Eddie, my words. Eddie, Eddie, Eddie over here, like eating chips and food. Like, dude, you're on your own. I didn't I didn't catch it either. either. See? You know? See? But then we're both over 100, so. <laughs> like, young man comes in here, he recognizes no, a lot no. of stuff. Oh, man, we got six minutes left. Uh, the person that you heard uh, who wants to tell me that, that I think that the letter 
or the what is the it? Letter the letter three. E is a number. <laughs> okay, it thinks he's all this that doesn't realize that the apple doesn't fall far from the tree, and soon <laughs> he'll be thinking letters and numbers and 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 all kind of things. Is Dominique Davis? So give it up for Dominique real quick. Hey guys, I made it. Yeah, Yay. Dominique was last week in L.A. Uh, he went to the comedy convention. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's uh, exciting. And and just go ahead and tell us more about this comedy convention. What did it what did it consist of? Who you met? Yeah. Um, all right. So I went to the Comics Rock convention. Uh, this is the fourth year they've had it. First year I've done it. Um, it was basically the business of comedy. Um, there was very little talk about how to write jokes, when you should be a headliner, things like that. It was how to market yourself. Um, it was how to get your social media going. It was how to understand what you're doing on stage, basically. Um, Did they talk about how to promote yourself to a bar owner to be yeah. profitable to them. Yeah. Um, it that's one of the things I've noticed about a lot of comics don't understand that when they go to a bar to ask for time, the bartender or the bar owners need something too. Yeah. It, they basically went through and they, you know, everybody there performed. So they made sure that we were actual comics. But then after that, they went through, taught you a little bit of promotion, a little bit of management, a little bit of booking. So you got uh, to perform? Yeah, uh, I performed at the Comedy Union with Shantae Wayans and Tiffany Haddish. Wow. Uh, Very good. Yeah, um, but I got to meet Shang, the Mooney Twins, Dick Gregory, Lunell, Hope Flood, uh, B-Flat, um, Miss Laura was there, Laura. the writer for The Martin Show. Uh, when Martin Lawrence had his thing going, was there? Did you happen to meet Hope Flood? Hope Flood ran the thing. She's awesome. Um, so I saw her every day. Me and her talked on the phone on some of the days, even. Um, but yeah, it was an experience that I really can't uh, put into words. Uh, I got to meet comics from Los Angeles, from New York, Houston, Florida. Uh, everybody exchanged numbers, so whenever one person's out of town and headed towards another comic, we have a place to stay, maybe a couple shows to perform on. See, I love that. I love the way comics band together like that. That's just awesome. Oh, yeah. Um, they took the top... Hope Flood is taking the top five on a tour. I didn't make the top five, um, but I sent her an email and just kind of thanked her for this um, for the opportunity. And uh, she was like, if any of the dates don't work out, you'll be pretty high on the list for who I call. Awesome. So, well, you should ask her what number you were. <laughs> hey, I need that's to know. Yeah. Yeah. Am I number eight? Because <laughs> I got some I got some dirt on number two, three, and four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we would have been the ones Ed and I coming home early talking about <laughs> <laughs> that's our problem. We always want to speak our mind. You did the right thing. Just yeah. kick back. Now 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 while you were in California, you didn't go there alone. No, I didn't. No, no, no. You 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 went with your girl. Yep. Okay. With my girl Sarah. Sarah. Uh Sarah, uh who did you meet? I and, didn't and, meet him. Well, yes, you. Okay, okay. Who was you next to? I saw Usher for like ten seconds. Did you touch him? No, we were in traffic. He just was. We were driving one direction. He was driving the other, and um, we were stopped in traffic. And I looked over, and I was like, "So, your eyes locked?" Your so eyes didn't lock. See me? No. Oh. <laughs> you know, Sarah feels so like why him? trip off Usher. When I got dominant. Exactly. When she got an usher? <laughs> yeah. No. No. I want to be able to say my ex-daughter-in-law is dating usher. <laughs> that song? That song that she wrote? Yeah, that's about my ex-daughter-in-law. Yeah. Oh, man. She upgraded. Okay. <laughs> and then to have him run up on stage. Excuse yeah. me, usher. I just don't want to. <laughs> Beyonce's song was a whole lot better. Okay. Um, but I don't have an official date. I will be going to Baltimore um, to perform. 
Um, I don't know the exact details, but I know that he is looking for either a feature to do 15 to 20 or a headliner to do 25 to 30. Who's that? Um, I got a business card at my house, but I can let you know. Uh, <laughs> I was looking at Baltimore. Baltimore, yeah, not no. only a place you want to go. Well, no, no, no. I, I, when I, you said I, I that, I was him, like, no. No, hold on. I told today. him it'll be about a month, month yeah. and a half. I need things to be repaired. <laughs> yeah. I would like to have a roof on the yeah. place I'm performing. Yeah. You don't want to be doing no stand-up in Baltimore no. somebody's driving your car. Yeah. 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 And then you... Uh, then they told you about social media. Yeah. Because, like, when me and Vicky started, social media was the phone and the newspaper. That's I how we... I used to write our stuff on bathroom walls. I was really good at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We run out yeah, of yeah. newsrooms, but, you know, you have to promote your shit. Yeah. And you're yeah. going you're gonna to help us with our social media here. Yes. Helping us with our podcast. Because right now we are on Facebook, Double E Podcast. We, we have a yes. We have uh, a Gmail account. What, uh, what you need to do? The letter E seven eight five at gmail.com. Uh, we have a Twitter, but it's not up and running. Okay. But it is. But I just don't do you know. Twitter? That's no. that's the thing. I'm bad at that. Uh, yeah. Is that's, Twitter the big deal? Twitter is a big. very big deal um, when it comes to the amount of people that use a social media site. Uh, the number one site is Twitter. Uh, Bigger number... than YouTube? Yes. Um, okay. And then it goes to Instagram. Ah. And then Facebook. And then when it comes to getting your shows out and things like that, he uh, actually number four biggest like social media um, website is blackplanet.com. And then after that is a Hispanic website. Um, I can never pronounce it. It's basically my friends translated over. And that doesn't surprise me when you say Twitter's the the big one because even when you watch like NBA yeah. games or yeah. NFL, you always see them guys big time. LeBron's always tweeting, you know, or you know, I mean, them guys are, are, are on Twitter, so I, I, that yeah. doesn't surprise me, at, you know. Oh yeah, but uh, so yeah, no, just make sure we'll, we'll have to get you guys on Instagram as well, so you don't have to take pictures. I know you don't do that, but. Um, yeah, yeah. Ed doing a selfie. Dude, I can buy him a selfie That was well stick. before. <laughs> Thank you. Our time, man. But, uh, yeah, yeah. No, it's... it's um, do we want to do a selfie? I can do that. Shit, I always told it if you did selfies, you go blind. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, we'll get you guys on all the social media that we got to be on. Oh, we're on selfies now. Oh, yeah. Okay. Ricky's taking a selfie now of well, everyone. Oh, I can't do it. That well, thing. I can't push the button. Yeah, have Sarah yeah. come yeah. over. Sarah, will you come push the button? Mm -hmm. <laughs> the funny thing about selfies at the school all the time, there's always kids catching me off guard doing that. I mean, I so I'm usually covering picture. up. Well, then it's not a selfie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's the goal here. <laughs> it's got to be a selfie. It has to be real. Um. But Thank yeah, you. Thank so you, for you want to make sure that you're on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. Um, he told me basically like how many times a day to post, what days to post, around what times to post, uh, what hashtags to use. Uh, I mean, just the whole nine. Uh, cool. I, I used one of his one. things for about, I think I left it on my page for about 15 minutes and then uh, took out all the hashtags. And in 15 minutes, I had a photo on Instagram get about like 60 likes, uh, getting like 10 new followers, like actual people following wow. my page. Wow. Uh, so his, his stuff is no joke. <laughs> cool. Well, this was episode seven of the Double E Podcast starring Ed. And Eddie, it's already an hour? Dude, yes. It happens so fast. Yes. Faster and faster. Yeah. Uh, Thank you for having me. Oh, no problem. And uh, Lindsey Vaughn, you want a different shade of gray? Because her and Tiger broke up. So, hey, hey. I'm not saying it for myself. I'm talking about Eddie. <laughs> you didn't get me in trouble. <laughs>
Vicky, thanks for uh, Thank coming you. to the show, and we will be having you back again. I enjoyed Definitely. it. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. I just posted our selfie to your Facebook page, and you'll have to make it go where you need it. Okay. And it's a real selfie, except for that I didn't push the button. <laughs> but everything, I held it. She wanted to hold it, and I told her, you can't do that. And Sarah, we want you on our podcast soon to tell us all about... Uh, yeah, Usher. Tell us about your relationship with Usher. We want to know everything. Thank you. This ain't Boondocks. We want, okay? We're going to Twitter it. Not every Sarah is going to hook up with Usher <laughs> if my name is Dom. That's not how this works, okay? <laughs> and you went to Venice Beach. With and, uh, no, I think she went with Kanye. Oh. But I'm not for sure. Uh, uh, Venice, Santa Monica, that was Hollywood. Luda. Did you go to Santa Monica with Luda? He embarrassed you though, didn't he? I just kept saying Luda. Okay. <laughs> what would you like, Luda? <laughs> I gotta go make some funny guys. Thanks All right. Hey, we want to thank. Uh, before we sign off here, real quick, I want to thank Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, Salina, Kansas, Kingville, Missouri, Jacksonville, Florida. San Diego, California, uh, as well as Brooklyn, New York. Brooklyn uh, in the house. Yes. Moscow, Russia. We got a uh, guy following us from there. Red uh, Kansas. Netherlands. The Netherlands? I, yes, the Netherlands, Ireland, and Mexico. Uh, all y'all do is win by listening to the Double E Podcast.